Welcome to the Cabin Cast, your getaway primer. The Cabin Cast is brought to you by Roughing It in Style. Roughing It in Style's family business was created to supply folks like you with unique furnishings that fit homes where memories are made. And like these memories, their handmade furniture and decor is made to last. They emphasize creative innovation in interior design, cabinet design, and custom furniture. Their designers are available to help you create spaces that are warm, inviting, and fit your unique style. There are two locations, one in the north woods of Wisconsin, in Harshaw, 10 miles south of Manaqua, and one out west in Fort Collins, Colorado. Find out more today at roughingitinstyle.com. Hey, Eric. Hey, Kristen. How's your week going? Going great. I always look forward to these nights of recording, though. And yeah. Getting to do our cabin chats together. Yeah, and this one is a, a full cabin chat. We don't have an interview this week. And we have kind of rolling into fall. You start thinking about home and hearty meals and memorable meals. And when you have a getaway or you're going on a getaway, what do you do for go-to meals? Whether you have guests or you're just heading with the family, how do you think about the way you cook and the way you put meals together? Well, I like to keep things simple, mainly because I like to participate in all the fun, whether, you know, in the summers it's on the water, in the fall it's sitting by the fire, you know, and through winter. So I like to not spend too much time um, making all these new things. Um, sometimes it's fun to try something new, but often I will have my go-to meals that I know my family can't wait to have when we go to our getaway and our guests can't wait to have. They are always asking for the things that they love when they come to our house. So you have meals that like a, almost like a playlist of meals that you just have a go-to. So yeah. To the point where if a guest's been to your place multiple times over, you know, say it's a year apart, right? they're talking about what you served them and they can't wait to have it again. It almost becomes part of the experience. Exactly. And it's often, you know, my nephews come every year um, and so they're always asking for certain things for breakfast that they love to have, you know, my monkey bread. Um, made with real monkeys? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Those are hard to get. Yeah. Right. They still taste like bananas. Oh, okay. (laughs) But anyway, (laughs) sometimes I just get so uh, giggly when we talk about some of this stuff. Oh my goodness. So I love to also bring in like local favorites. So one of the things I always love to grab is in Eagle River, there's a place called Eagle Baking Company. Oh yeah. That just came to mind when you said local places. You knew exactly where I was headed. And so I love to get their Kringles. That's when what we come to absolutely. Town. That's a hit, right? So whatever's like a cool thing local to your area where you have your getaway. You know, I visited my brother when he lived in this little town in Vermont, and I would go back any second just to have the cider donuts. You know, so what is cool about your area and serve that when people come? You know, I always when Moscow mules were first becoming a cool thing, I always did a Moscow mule with bourbon instead of vodka and I put cranberries in it because up here in Manitowish waters cranberry farms 
um, or what we have. So I called it the Manitouche Mule oh, when they were great. first becoming popular. So and not only a meal, but a signature drink. A signature drink, having. signature meals. I love to do things that are like a bar, like have a burger bar or a taco bar, like a just put it all out there and let people fix it up. I often will do um, a couple different flavors of meatballs, and then that's always a hit for people. You know, kids love that. Big kids, big people love them. So one might have marinara and one might have an Asian flavor and one might be barbecue. And then they can put it on a bun or even plain. You know, it keeps it simple for the chef and makes it memorable for the guests. Yeah, because that's a balance when you are the the main cook or even when you have people helping you. You don't want to spend at your cabin. You want to enjoy it. That's a great point. Right. If you can prep things ahead of time, that's a really nice way to just be ready. Like I do omelet stations a lot when we have guests. Yeah, that would be fun. And omelets, like the breakfast becomes a big thing. We call it camp breakfast. But even if it's a few days ahead of time, I'll chop the onions, chop the tomatoes, chop the mushrooms for the omelets. So it it isn't a big thing. Right. But it presents like you put a ton of time into it, right? It feels special and personalized. And people are like, you don't don't need to make everyone omelets. I'm like, well, it's pretty much scrambled eggs that you put stuff in and fold it the right way. It's right. it's not crazy hard to do if you prep ahead of time. Yep. Well, and I think one tip that I would give to a lot of us are more into this nowadays, but order your groceries ahead of time and pick them up on your way into town or get them delivered to your getaway. So you don't have to spend time going through the grocery store. Right. So if you're going on vacation somewhere you've never been, I mean, this is a tradition people are getting into anyways, is to, you know, do your groceries takeout. So plan to do that to save some time as well. Yeah. And that, that especially when you're heading to a place as a vacation, you don't know where everything's at in the grocery store. That's You show up to a new store, right. new placement, and you've got a list and may or may not be in order of how your grocery store normally is. That takes so much extra time wandering around. Right. And if they can deliver it too. I can remember when we used to, as kids, I've talked about our road trips to Colorado and we would always stop at the grocery store. Well, your car was always full anyways. And then my mom would have made some like pans of lasagna or things that we brought with us in a cooler, but then all the rest of the groceries just went on our laps for the rest of the drive. So I'm like, oh, if there had been grocery delivery, that would have been a lot better. I feel like my kids would probably eat every snack available. By the time they got there, they'd be like, where'd the chips go? Yeah. Oh, that's how it is. (laughs) They're all on the floor in crumbs. In between the car seats. (laughs) Exactly. Well, go ahead. I was just going to say that we have um, made a Pinterest board for some meal ideas too. And you can follow along with the cabin cast on Pinterest. So we have tons of great boards on there for people to get ideas and inspiration. So yeah, this is just one of the places to get ideas for what would be great getaway meals to serve for your family and friends. Yeah. One of the things that I did that actually turned into a little side business for me is I got so tired of mixing the same seasonings up, whether I was cooking steak or chicken or pork chops. I always had my go-to seasonings and my things that I would mix together or even just sprinkle on it. You know, you take the different jars. And I started looking down, and I'm having eight or nine different jars sitting there. So I created my own seasoning called Torgi's Campfire Seasoning. And we put it in our gift baskets here at the store and sell it at Roughing It. 
It's really good. It has I've been. It. Yeah, it's, it's been a good. hit. It's been a hit. So I, it actually just got picked up in one of the local sports bar restaurants up in Conover, Wisconsin, called Dublin's, which I've never. I had never been there before. I actually sell it at my brother-in-law. The seasoning I sell at my brother-in-law's auto shop, uh-huh. mechanic shop, and yeah. you go over Eagle River Tire, and he has this little display set up there and he sells a ton of the seasonings because you're standing there, you're chatting about your car. Right. And it's the only other Getting thing. Hungry. For, yeah. You know, <laughs> it's the only other thing for sale. So the, I think the owner of Dublin's, is one of the customers at Eagle River Tire and has been getting the seasoning. So they're making a Torgi's Campfire Fish Wrap for their winter menu. And I'm really excited to go up there. So we got to plan that for a Friday fish fry. That would be yummy. Yeah. So exciting. So it's interesting. So some of these things, like that was just a prep thing. So yeah. I got bored with shaking all the seasoning, started my own mix. Everyone kept asking about. It, so then I'm like, well, I'll just find a, and one of our customers has a seasoning company. So I started working with them and developed this line and had a label made and went through all the steps. And now it's a little business for me. Well, and uh, everybody can follow along and we will let our listeners know when it will be available online. So if you don't live close to us here in the Northwoods of Wisconsin, you can get some Torgi seasoning for yourselves. Yeah, we're working on a, a little shop on the cabincast.com for putting together some stickers and pins and apparel, some different things that'll be fun for our listeners. We've had some questions about when we people can get some of that stuff. So we'll put Torgies on the list. Yeah, that'll be great. So pay attention and we'll let you know when it becomes available. Yeah, and I actually have a reading from an interesting book I've been flipping through lately. So Winter is Coming, which I know is... What is that show that they talk about that in uh, Game of Thrones oh. <laughs> is the season? But this is a book that I found. It's called the Foxfire Book. It is hog dressing, log cabin building, mountain crafts and foods, planting by the signs, snake lore, hunting tales, faith healing, moonshining, and other affairs of plain living. So many things I've always wanted to learn more about. Yeah, the snake lore. Yes. Yeah been high on the list. <laughs> Faith healing. <laughs> um, so this is a chapter called Weather Signs, Forecasting Winter by Animals. It will be a bad winter if squirrels begin gathering nuts early in the middle or late September, muskrat houses are built big, beaver lodges have more logs, the north side of a beaver dam is more covered with sticks than the south. Ooh, we're going to have to go check on that one. Squirrel tails grow bushier. <laughs> Fur or hair on animals such as horses, sheep, mules, cows, and dogs is thicker than usual. So this is a side. So check your animals this year on the thickness of their coat. Make a mental note, and then next year... <laughs> You can compare your mental note to how thick their hides are. I think so how, that's, is that just by touch, or do you get the ruler out and? I, yeah, I don't know. I think you have to just it, weigh in them. a general sense. It's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, weigh, weigh them, shave them, and then weigh the hair. Right. Um, wild hogs gather sticks, straw, and shucks to make a bed. Mm. That could, you know, very important sign. <laughs> Crows gather together. Hoot owls call late into the fall. Screech owls sound like women crying. Oh boy. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. And then 
Birds Huddle on the Ground. So that's just Winter by Animals. What year was this book? So this book is in two, 2000. No, um, <laughs> it is in copyright 1968. Okay. So I still believe all this is true, though. I'm sure it is true. I think it's yeah. it's fact. Yes. So this is the other one. The other part of this chapter is forecasting winter by fire. When you build a fire outside and it pops, it will snow in three days. We have to try that one. Very specific. (laughs) If a fire tramps snow coming down from the chimney, in other words, if noises are coming from the chimney that sound like boots swishing through deep, dry snow, it will be a deep snow. We need a sound effect for that one, I think. (laughs) (laughs) It will be a hard winter if smoke from the chimney flows toward or settles on the ground. Then it will snow within 26 days, which is very specific. (laughs) Right. Not 27 or 24, within 26 days. Okay. If it's cloudy and smoke rises, there's a a chance of snow. So, which is anytime smoke rises and it's cloudy, it could potentially snow. So there's a bunch of these fun weather signs. I think the Fox Fire book is a series of books. I believe it sounds uh, like it would have a ton of fun things. To yeah, read in it. Th- there's great stuff in there. There's hunting stories. There's old stories about an old woman that lives by herself in the woods. Which Hunt- chapter is that in? So that is chapter. <laughs> let's see. It's not the weather it's, one. It's Aunt Airy. It's the second chapter, and they have pictures of her. Aunt Harry, far back in the neighboring mountains, alone in a log cabin with no running water and only a single fireplace for heat, lives an elderly lady. She draws her water from a well. She raises her own vegetables in the spring. Even though her husband died years ago and one side of her body was later paralyzed due to a stroke, Aunt Airy refuses to leave. With her husband's clothes still hanging inside, washed and ready to wear, her home has become a sacred place over which she alone must now keep watch. Her occasional visitors are also scarce, as were shown when she said on her arrival that she wanted to go somewhere but had stayed home simply because she felt like someone was coming. And she showed us by her warmth that she really meant we were welcome in her home, though we had met her only moments before. Oh, wow. Neat lady, probably. I bet she has stories to tell, and she probably knows a lot of those old... um, I don't know what you call it, not wives' tale. What do you call that? Yeah, old wives' tales yeah. very well could be. I think this book is just really neat. So if you get a chance to read the Foxfire book, it's yeah, kind of special. I peek through that for sure. Very, very interesting. And I brought you a music recommendation today. Oh, good. Yeah. I just love finding new songs and that we can add to our Spotify playlist for all our listeners. And this is a whole collection of songs, right? Yeah, it's called... The Pickin' On series. And we'll put a link to their um, website so you can learn more about them. Uh, but this was just a little introduction off of their webpage. After the loss of Martin, there was an air of uncertainty regarding the future of CMH Records. That began to fade as Martin's son David carried the company into the new decade with CMH's creation of the Pickin' On series in the early 1990s. Born out of David's love of rock music and admiration for the virtuosity of bluegrass musicians, the Pickin' On series was the best bluegrass pickers out of Nashville and California, performing instrumental tributes to the biggest and best-loved artists in rock music. 
And there's a little bit of something for everybody in the Picking On series. So this is a bluegrass cover, a series of the best bluegrass artists covering more popular rock. and. That's what it seems like for all that I've been listening to. I, I could spend so much time going through all these. It's Yeah, it's a really vast amazing. series. There's a bunch of different cover right, and albums. You can, um, listen to it on YouTube and we'll put some of them on our Spotify playlist as well. Yeah. They cover Nirvana, Mumford and Sons. Yeah. I think Metallica, but then there, a song I wanted to share came off one of their covers for the eighties music. Um, just a real peppy, great version by Lou Ann Price and Brad Davis of walking on sunshine. can't keep your feet still listening to that song and not smile too yeah and a lot of cover songs and especially in genres like bluegrass are instrumental only so it's really great to hear vocals with that too so definitely check out picking on series and i I checked it's available on apple music spotify youtube i'd love to hear um what becomes our listeners' favorites if they have a song that they love out of it. So spend some time exploring the Picking On series. And speaking of cooking up something good, we have been spending a bunch of time getting organized for our next batch of interviews, cabin chats, all the things you guys love about the cabin cast. We're going to have a lot more fun things coming up soon. Yeah, it's been a great beginning with all the interviews we've had, the chats we've had, the people we've connected with, so many of our listeners that have sent in messages. It feels like we're making friends every day as people send things in. We, we got a great message just the other day after Laura's episode, episode nine, yep. um, about decorating cabins. And we just love hearing from all of you. And this is what this message said from North and Pine. Great episode. We just bought a log cabin as a weekend getaway. I'm still trying to find the style for it, but I just loved everything you said about a space like this not necessarily being on trend, like a home might be. There really is something special about the feeling of a getaway, and I want our furnishings to reflect that. Thanks for all of the great insight. So thanks for that comment. That's how I felt after Laura's episode, too. Just tons of great insight. Yeah, and that was one of my favorite tips. I love that she brought up that you don't have to be as worried about what's perfectly in style because your getaway 
you want to create a timeless quality of it that just matches the feel. Like when you visualize, you want to draw yourself back up there with your visualization and not be worried about swapping things off. You want it to be quality. You want your stuff to just fit that vision of comfort and timelessness. And we're looking forward to having more great interviews and episodes just like those Um, coming up after we do have a, a short break to spend some time with our family and do a little more prepping and interviewing. Yeah. So thank you so much to our listeners and we will be back shortly. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the cabin cast. You can find details and more information in the show notes on our website at www.thecabincast.com. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen so you won't miss a single episode. Follow us on your favorite social media channels. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at The Cabin Cast. We'd also love to hear from you. We want to hear your getaway and cabin stories. For a chance to have your story featured on an upcoming episode, email us at getawayatthecabincast.com. Until next week, enjoy the journey.